Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tap and Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. We's in the season threes, episode 10s. My name is Tap and Dillard. I'm Olan's Living Chancellor Park, and I'm glad you joined me this week of the podcast. It's like a radio show because it's for your ears, so you ain't looking at nothing but you listening. That's the truth. That's how that go, and you know, and maybe you don't, but it's been a busy week. There's been a lot going on. There's a lot to cover today, but just like housekeeping, there's some stuff. Uh, last week, I mentioned that uh, I posted up the the bacon artwork is on a piece of driftwood. I put that on the Ebays for three days. Well, folks bid on that thing, and it shipped out uh, to Wyoming. I think it's where it ended up. So uh, uh, thank y'all for that. Now, I don't do uh, driftwood artwork often, or uh, I don't put uh, eBay auctions up. I think last year, that was the 20-21s. I did, I'm going to say four auctions on eBay's. Because uh, I, ain't I ain't a, you know, artist. That ain't what I'm trying to do, you know, with everything. It's like every now and again, you wing one out there to do that. Uh, like, I got other stuff. Uh, truth be told, most of my artwork, a good, good hefty portion of it, end up on the t-shirts. Now, that, that link's in my, uh, show notes there to check out my shirts. Now, sometimes, uh, I, if you, you watch my videos, now, this ain't a video, you listen to a podcast, it's for your ears, but if you watch my videos on the interwebs, you'll see that, uh, I just hang up my, uh, artwork, you know, in my trailer, and there's, like, let me think, there's one piece of artwork on the wall at the burger shed, down there that bud uh it's like he got the original right now and now i don't know if uh, i'm gonna take it back one day or just leave it up but that's a raccoon and a pheasant uh wrestling and then the pheasant got that raccoon locked up in a ground game and the raccoon's holding a candy bar like he took that like that i think that's what started the fight but uh then then i got the shirt that's like uh, kind of the fourth of july patriotic shirt that i have which is the a, a stick of bacon or a piece of bacon I, w- I never called it a stick of bacon before but i guess because he's running and it looks like he's you know a little stick man but it's a piece of bacon wearing jean jean shorts you know them cut off jean shorts uh, holding a sparkler and catching a frisbee and it says freedom at the bottom of that now that drawing that i do on a piece of like copy paper with a sharpie marker that's still in my trailer like i never went and put that on the ebay's and auctioned it off but the drawing itself is on a shirt. That's like that how it go. That's how that go. But then uh, the one that I did auction off, uh, uh, first lease, it was the first eBay auction I ever did, uh, was the fully mature peacock with the squirrel in the headlock. And how that go is uh, I draw that on copy paper with a Sharpie. That's basically my medium. You know how artists say, hey, what do you do? You do acrylic on canvas. You do watercolor. Uh, you work with clay and pottery kind of thing. No, no, no. I uh, do uh, a piece of typing paper or copy paper and a Sharpie marker. And I boop, boop, boop. I get to work. And, you know, I'm a lefty. So you can imagine what my hand looked like. You know, if you're a lefty, you know, you drag your hand across that paper your whole life. Uh, pencil, pen don't matter, and you end up with that fat part of the back of your hand by your pinky just just covering that stuff. But hey, hey, that's the life of the artist, I guess. 
So the the way that go though, just a backstory. If you if you just joining us, first of all, welcome. There's been a you know like a big a big uh, influx, like it got bigger uh, the audience on the Instagrams uh, in the last well I guess two three weeks now, and I appreciate you. I know some of y'all listening. Uh, that's how you found me. So so welcome. But uh, is is last year early sometime, maybe a year and a half ago or, or something anyhow, two years. Myron Curtis, anyway, he had a birthday, and he was asking me to guess what in the world he got for his birthday. Now, I'm a full-grown man. Y'all guys, you know that. I'm a full-grown man, and I don't go guessing my other buddy's uh, birthday present. It's like, just tell me, buddy. He's like, no, you got to guess, you know, and I guess I can't remember everything. I said, like, a tetherball in a backpack, and he's kind of mad because, like, why would he get that? But I'm thinking, why would you have me guess? So that's what I guess. He's like, no, and then I said, you got a portrait of a squirrel in a headlock from a peacock, like a peacock guy. And he's like, no. Well, then folks said, why don't you draw that picture? So I drawed it. I drawed a fully mature peacock. Uh, and then he locked up this squirrel in a headlock uh, with his little feathers. He ain't even got thumbs. And so the squirrel's just rebarrished. I mean, he can't get no more rebarrished because uh, he can he can run away from people all day long in parks and the backyards and, and just get at your, your garden and all kind of thing and drive you crazy and you can't catch him and he kind of giggle at you but how in the world did a fully mature peacock with no thumbs not a thumb on the peacock lock this guy up so that squirrel's rebarrished the peacock's just proud and then i ended up writing a book about it last year did a, a kickstarter campaign last summer and i got the fully mature peacock you know how did it happen like the story behind it and uh, that's that's a little book I have. And I'm going to have those. Uh, well, they on the website if you go to tabandiller.com and check out the shop. But um, I'm bringing them to the shows, which leads me to the next thing, which ain't even. Like, this is the pre-pre-podcast today, y'all, guys. I hope you, you got a long walk today or a, a big old meal that you're making while you're listening so you can get that done. But uh, it's about to be my live shows. I'm doing live, you know, stand-up comedy shows kind of thing where I stand up. Because uh, then it wouldn't be stand-up if I sat down. But um, I'm going to be, you know, doing my thing, telling stories, hanging out with y'all guys, giving uh, high fives afterwards. Dems are free. Um, and the shows, anyhow, July 7th is Crave Hot Dog and Barbecue. And I'll put the link to the July shows in the show notes today, too. But there's that going on on July 7th in Yukon, Oklahoma, and then Newkirk, Oklahoma, at the K County Amphitheater. That's July 8th. Now, July 9th, that's what I want to spend a minute on. That's Conway, Arkansas. Now, this venue, the Max Event venue, they do, like, uh, you know, events there. I mean, that's probably why they call it the Max Event venue. But anyhow, this, this place seats, like, 50, 60 people. It ain't real big, so they got two shows. There's a 4 o'clock show. Maybe you got kiddos or family, and you don't want to be out. Uh, all night and that, that July heat in Conway, Arkansas. So get out there then, and then I think the price is supposed to go up on July first. But if you get there and then they got a they got a cap, like no matter if you got sixteen people in your family or whatever, uh, there's a certain price for families. You know, you and your kiddos, so it don't get too expensive. But that the four o'clock show has more room right now. But then there's there's still room left in the seven thirty show. That's the other one. But if you in the Conway area, Arkansas, uh, maybe you in Missouri, uh, then you can uh, check that out in the show notes uh, and get the tickets. So you gotta, um, you won't get them before July the first. But I, I'm excited. In July 13th, I'm supposed to be in Hardy, Arkansas, at the Hardy Junction Music Hall. That's gonna be a hoot. 
And uh, so anyway, when you in person at a live show, the way it go is that you you post to kind of have merchandise to sell. That's what bands do. That's what uh, comedians do. That's what people do. And so I don't care. Now you might may or may not know that I don't I don't keep uh, inventory in my trailer or on my shirts. I I wear the ones I wear. But Rock City Outfitters in Conway, Arkansas, they ship my shirts to everybody that's ordering them, right? Well, in the live show, I gotta buy, I gotta, I gotta get my shirts from my buddy Ryan at Rock City Outfitters, and then I carry them to the show. But the thing about it is, I ain't gonna carry every single shirt that I got. I'm just getting a couple, and right now, I just tell you right now, I'm gonna have a, uh, the No Pro Fishing shirt. Uh, I'm gonna have them available at the show, uh, the live shows, and then I'm gonna have the Cannonball Champ City Pooh Cannonball Champ Champ shirt. If you've seen that, I've been wearing that because it's Cannonball Month, National Cannonball Month. Is the way I, uh, I mean, I self-proclaimed, but uh, that's what I say it is. And so it's just that time of year where you got to get in that poo, and the best way to get in that water, the way I see it, is cannonballing. So I'm gonna have those two, and then I got a few of these, uh, the squirrel in the headlock with the fully mature peacock. And the pig shirt, it's got the diagram of the pig on it. There's a white one and a gray one. I only had the white one for the, for the live shows. And then, you know, we'll have some other things there. And actually, uh, this is hot off the press. I ain't told nobody yet, and I'm about to tell you, so you're going to be the very first to know, that uh, it looks like we're going to get a no-pro uh, hat put together, and they'll be available at the show. I'm, I'll probably have some hats there. Um, but they, they're working on, you know, the patches and... Uh, all the all the things that go into making a hat, you know, to cover your head, keep the sun out your face in that hot July and June and August and September, depending on where you live in October, November, December heat. So anyhow, that's what's going on with me. And I know that's a lot of housekeeping, but it's on my mind. And, and, and a lot of people, like I said, have found me in the last week. And I want I want to tell you something. I, I, I'm reading comments. So on the on the iTunes, uh, Lisa Jack, she just said, you know, she she heard me on, on Instagrams uh, mentioning my podcast, so she went over there, and she said she got to thinking maybe if I listen to this podcast while I'm cooking, the time will go by faster. That was like her guess, and she says, and I was right. Love it. Thanks, Tavin. You're welcome. I'm glad that you you were loving the podcast. I sure uh, appreciate y'all listening and commenting, and uh, I, I'm enjoying doing it. Now, 1919 Carls on the iTunes said, I listen to these stories when I run. Oh, woo, got a runner. That's good. Sometimes I had to stop in the trail because I'm doubled over with laughter. Well, I bet that's a sight to see. People might think you're choking on something, like maybe you're chewing some gum or had a little granola bar, and they're they going to kind of try to do the hind lack to get that out, to, to, to dislodge that because they don't want to see a, another fellow uh, runner uh, choking, but you ain't. You say you're laughing. And it says, if I'm in a bad mood, it always puts me in a good mood. Thank you, Tavin. These stories have brought me so much joy. Well, you're welcome. And there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about. Uh, on the on the podcast today because I mean softball season is in full swing, y'all guys, and uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to to show the world what I got. But there's some other stuff going on, and I'm about to get to that. But I got another comment I was just looking at. It's uh, TFD81 says immersive. That's a big word. That's gonna be about the biggest word I'm gonna be able to say today. And hilarious stories about the simplest pleasures and life events. Been a fan for ten plus years. Since seeing butter and two zucchinis, this man needs a TV show. Well, that's very kind of you. Yeah, I did a, a video in 2007 on the YouTube's called Butter, and that thing made its rounds. And uh, I, I love butter, and I talked about it. 
And then there was a zucchini uh, bread recipe I talked about on uh, on the YouTubes many year ago too. And so that's how that go. But what? Who, that's great, Tabin. That's great. All that's great. But what are we gonna do today? You know. And I'm gonna tell you, we gonna talk about the busy week we already had. Uh, so here we go. If you heard last week's episode. Then you know all about our first softball game of the new season. If you ain't had a chance to listen to that, I'd say go back and do that. Then come on back and join us. We'll, we'll be right here. I also say that because I'm about to tell you about uh, how last week's game ended right now, which ain't a surprise if you already know, but it is a surprise if you ain't listened to last week's podcast. Okay, I'm going to do it, so, so don't say I didn't warn you. <clears throat> As you know, if you listened to last week's episode, Bud's Burger Shed, Team Burger Shed, lost our first game of the season Eight runs on the other team, two runs to us. Uh, that means they scored more, which the way the rules are set up in softball, then they win. So it wasn't really close. New roster, I mean, kind of new. Like, we got a couple new players and a new season, so we just we just getting things worked out. It's just part of it. Ain't nobody panicked. Ain't nobody mad. Ain't nobody concerned. We ain't shuffling our lineup. What did I know of? I ain't really in charge of that. Russell Tucker usually make a lineup, but um, I'll, do, I'll, I'll go wherever they put me. Uh, you know how it is, though, when something's new or you're starting something again after taking a break. It take a minute, you know, to, to get back into the swing of things. Not everything is like riding a bike, as they say. Well, I'll tell you, this week's game, which would be week, week two of this new season, was not an easy one for me, Tabin Dillard, personally. I had other stuffs going on in my mind. You ever heard of winning the battle between your ears? Well, that's like getting a hold of your thought, like what you're thinking about. But I had something happen before the game, a few days before the game, that I was still trying to, you know, mull over, process in my head. Now, I don't know the official title of this event in my town. I don't know why it confused me so much. But basically, there's like a summer blast off cookout and dance. I think that's what they're even calling it. It's a long name, but it's basically like we're going to do a barbecue. There's going to be a dance that night, but at the barbecue, they got all these booths set up for like vendors to look at. So anyways, then Cricket and I got into what I guess would be our first big argument. That's that's the gal I started dating. She worked at the nursing home living in the next county over, so I don't see her that much, but uh, we, we dating. And I don't know if you ever disagreed with somebody, but that happened uh, to me, and it happened at the dance. So more on that in a minute. Also, before the dance was that town cookout. Now, City puts it on. Different organizations show up with their booths to hand out information. Lots of churches there because it's vacation, Bible school season. There's folks that will be dropping kids off at churches all summer long. So that cookout happens in the afternoon and the dance is in the evening. You see how that go? Okay. Well, Lonnie Brunwell from Brunwell's Tires, his daddy owns the company. Well, anyway, Lonnie, he was the DJ at the dance. He got a Ram 1500, quite the sound system in it, too. You might remember that he'll put on quite the show at the softball field when he arrives. He got a speaker rigged to the outside of that truck, and he'll make announcements as he drives up. He's all about the show, like he tried to intimidate the other team, that kind of thing, and he'll just say it on the speaker, and all the heads turn because he's so loud on that thing. Well, first things first. Cricket was working at the nursing home, wasn't supposed to, but picked up a day shift, and she's going to miss the cookout. But she'd be there for the dance. And the dance ain't super fancy or formal, so she wasn't getting no ball gown, nothing like that. And I wasn't in no tuxedo. I can tell you that right now. In fact, I went to the cookout straight from work, from mowing lawns and doing all that all day. I was in town cutting the, cutting the grass and just parked my mower behind the barbecue tent where Russell Tucker was manning the main BBQ. 
he was the main guy kind of taking care of all that meat that was on the grill. He was cooking uh, tri-tip, uh, barbecue chicken. They also had hot dogs, hamburgers. Then, of course, all the sides. Rance Farnhart's mom, that's Sybil, she was heading up that table. I mean, it's kind of like a church potluck championship because of the food lines you got to organize, but it ain't like a potluck because you ain't got to bring no food because the city provides it. You see how that go? But Sybil, she had all kinds of side on that table. Tater salad, green beans, them cheesy scallop taters, baked beans, plenty to eat. Now, I did have a video last week on the Instagrams and the TikToks and the social media webs uh, about how I could go all summer and not eat a bean. I just soon pass on. I mean, if the baked beans are there, I put them on my plate, but I, I like staying cool. Uh, and I did say, and I will stand by this, and I know it makes some folk mad, but if it come between baked beans or a cold noodle salad, I'm going with the baked beans. I, I don't, I do not prefer the cold noodle salads, but I will, I, I guess the biggest exception to that is a three bean salad, but it's cold, but it's beans, cold beans. I do that, but cold noodles, that's a pass for me. All kind of cold drinks though, sweet tea, lemonade, soda pop for days, and this ain't like the town picnic where there's a stage and events where Bud was the MC and all these things like these little showcases, talent show going on. That ain't what's happening at this thing. It's just you sit, you eat, you talk to folks, you make your way around to them booths and tables that folks have set up if you want information on their business or their vacation Bible school this summer. And so that's how that went. Like you get little flyers or pens or Fisbees or that kind of thing. So I sat at a table with Myron Curtis. We both got in line at the same time and then we was messing with Russell Tucker. Hey, can't you cook a little faster? You know, stuff like that. First thing Myron said was, are you going to go to the dance uh, tavern, you know, tonight? And I said, well, I sure am. What about you and Mary Beth? You know, because he's dating Russell's little sister, Mary Beth Tucker. And he told me they was going to go and she wanted them to be in matching windbreaker uniforms. I mean, maybe uniforms ain't the right word. I guess they outfits. And I laughed when he said that because I just assumed he was supposed to be funny. And then, then he didn't laugh back at me like he's serious. So I said, uh, y'all really matching, Myron? And he looked at me and he said, head to toe, like Attaway. He looked at me and said, head to toe. I'm like mid-bite. I just kind of stare at Myron. I say, are you kidding me? Now, because at this point, I'm really trying to figure this out. I'm like, surely you and your gal ain't wearing matching windbreaker outfits head to toe to the little dance tonight. Well, Myron was shoveling down that tater salad, and he said, well, hers is peach and light blue, and mine is blue and light peach. So I guess he's trying to say we ain't, we ain't completely matching, which it's like, nice try, Myron. This sounds gross to me. And then I just had to, I just had to know because he said head to toe. I said, shoes? He goes, we both got white tennis shoes, Tabin. I said, what in the world is happening, Myron? He said, we're in love, Tabin. We're in love with each other. I said, yeah, but that don't mean you dress like twins to the spring dance or summer dance, or summer blast-off cook-off. Like I said, I don't know what they called that thing, but it's just after the big old uh, barbecue that night. And he said, he goes, it, it means that this year to me, Tavin. It means that to me. And Myron finished off that tater salad, started in on his green beans. I guess Myron's one of them folks that eats all the one food before he goes on to the next one. I wouldn't have pegged him for that. But that's how he was doing it at the cookout. Just finish one, and then you head to another. Right on the tables at the cookout was none other than Tavin's honey from bees. That's my honey from Bee House. Now, I didn't make it. It was my face on it. Uh, they make it over to Bee House honey. It's good stuff. It's a delightful, sweet treat. And if you missed the cookout, 
Check the show notes. There's going to be the first link you see today for this uh, uh, this episode. You'll see a link to get you some. That's Tavin's Honey from where? Oh, that's right. It's Tavin's Honey from Bees. It's a nice day at this cookout. And good to catch up with Myron. Truth, truth be told, I ain't seen him too much except, you know, just right at the softball field. So this game on in, you ain't always doing small talk in the middle of a game. I asked him why he didn't wear his dance outfit already to the cookout if he was going to go there, you know, in the evening anyway. He goes, oh no, Tavin, look at me. I need an apron or a bib. He pointed to his shirt. It had barbecue sauce down the front and what looked like macaroni and cheese, but I didn't see no macaroni and cheese at the cookout. And I just really didn't want to get into all that with Myron. So I didn't even ask him. I wasn't quite sure what I was wearing, you know, that night. I didn't know yet because I'd come straight from the cookout, you know, from work to the cookout. But I do have enough sense that I needed to get my mower back to the trailer park and get showered up. I can't show up at the spring or summer cook-off, blast-off dance smelling like a work day. So a little Irish spring and perp plus later, I was ready to go. Cricket said she'd pick me up after her shift ended because she got a car. I'm still saving for a truck, uh, $614 now. Getting closer, but nothing yet. I ain't got no car. I was in one of my better caps that I wore uh, to, to the dance. It's clean clothes. She picked me up wearing a sundress and sandals. She said she can dance better in them sandals. I said, well, that worked for me. It's quite a turnout at the, at the old dance. It's inside the community center there next to City Hall. You know where that's at. But they also have a patio there for folks to sit outside and cool off. And, you know, in the evening, it's been kind of nice a little bit lately uh, when the rain ain't happening. And there wasn't no rain, you know, this last weekend. Well, we arrived just a little after it started. And I'm a Jean Watkins over there at the DJ booth telling Lonnie Brunwell to turn it down a little bit. She can't talk to her friends. And when she does, and when he does play more music, she told him to play more hymns. You know, from like a hymn book, you know, like the hymnal in your church. That that was uh, Imogene Watkins' request to Lonnie Brunwell. You can imagine that he's in a no-win situation because it ain't a junior high dance or a high school dance or a senior citizen dance. It's an everybody, all-town, summer blast-off dance. So at any given point in the evening, depending on what song he's playing, somebody going to be mad at him, except when he played Sweet Caroline. That seemed to get everybody going. So I don't know about y'all. But slow dancing's easy for me. Now, I don't, I don't like to go around and brag and tell everybody, you know, how good I am at this or that. But I'm telling you, it's just kind of swaying back and forth. I ain't got to win no contest. But, it's, you know, it's a simple assignment for the most part. Don't pick your feet up off the ground because you, then you're giving yourself the option of, like, stepping on uh, your dance partner's foot. I didn't want to step on cricket like Attaway. So I didn't want to get on her foot. Then a fast song comes on, and I can really cut a rug. Now, it ain't bragging if it's true. Well, it don't take me long to get tired because I give 110% on that dance floor. So I get some sweet tea and I just take a seat over there. I mean, I worked it up good, y'all. I can do a little break dancing. Anyhow, Cricket, she's sitting down next to me, but she's ready to keep going. I tell her, I I'm going to need a minute. Well, JT Whitlow, who's now dating Cody Mantell's cousin Whitney, she bring the air horn to the softball game. He stop over and says, hey, Cricket, you want to dance? Now, I don't think a whole lot of that at the time because I know that JT's dating... Uh, Whitney, and you know, I'm, I'm going steady with Cricket, and so I didn't think much of it, and this is where, you see where this is going, y'all guys? He grabs her hand to, you know, like pull her to her feet, and she looks at me like, you know, I, well, I didn't know what like. I, I just seen her look at me at the time. Now I know what to look, man. And I just say, I ain't ready to head back out there yet. You know, y'all have fun kind of thing. You know, I just thought there was going to be some friends out there. Then. So I'm wiping my head from all the sweat, sipping that sweet tea. Cricket gives me a look. Don't know what that look mean yet. Now I do. Now I can Now I can take that snapshot of that look. I can see it in my mind's eye right now. And I put that under the right category now. So the next time I see that look, 
I say, okay, now that's what that means. But it don't register to me at the time what that look mean. And instead of trying to figure out what it mean, I just figured it don't mean nothing. And off they go. So I see JT out there with Cricket dancing and Whitney's dancing with Cody Briggs. Folks is having a good time. Well, little did I know that trouble was a brewing. Little did I know. I finished off that sweet tea and I'm good to go now. I'm ready to get back on the dance floor with my gal. That song ends. I stand up. Cricket comes back over. She sit down. I said, you want to dance or are you taking a break? Her arms are crossways like she ain't going to move. I guess she's tired now, but then she stands up and walks right out the front door of the dance hall. Now, I ain't no Alan Einstein, but I figured at this point I shouldn't just stay here uh, inside when she's out there outside. And you know what? I was right about that. I was right about that. I followed her out and I called to her because she's moving at a pretty good clip. And I started to think she wasn't going to stop. I said, Cricket, hey, Cricket. And she turned to me and she looked at me and I said, well, where, where are you going? I walked toward her and she walked toward me and she does not seem happy. Like I can read that. I can read that look on her, but I'm like, that's not a happy look at all. So all I know to do is ask that question. I said, what's wrong? And she asked me, she goes, why didn't you say something to JT? Now my mind's going back and I was like, what was I going to say something about? I mean, and the, the thing JT want to talk about the most is building a zip line in the trailer park, which has worked a couple times, but not for long. It breaks so quick. So I'm thinking... Was I supposed to give him some, some help with the zip line or ask him a question about some, something I need to help him make it? Like, I'm trying to think, what I have to say about JT that Cricket know about, you know, like that. So I didn't, I couldn't find it in the Rolodex in my head. I could not stop on that. So I just said, what, what about? What, what am I supposed to talk to JT about? And she said, well, he grabbed my hand and he asked me to dance. Cricket just told me like that away. And I said, well, you didn't want to go dance? She goes, did you want him? To dance with me that's the, now, now she put on she, she said is that what you wanted <clears throat> what just happened like you okay with that that's kind of what she's saying and i said oh uh no i mean i don't know i mean he's dating whitney so i ain't worried about him and i trust you you know that's that's my logic i actually said uh what was going on in my head out loud which um wasn't the best call but that's how that went and then cricket said that's right he's dating whitney and who are you dating and i said well i'm dating you cricket and now as the words come out of my mouth i'm starting to piece it together like slowly there's a picture in my head that's coming together it's like oh i see what's going on here and cricket's like well it, it didn't seem like he was acting like it you know if if you ain't uh you know you just sending me out on a dance floor like that away and and i scratched my head as you know it's all kind of seemed to come together and i learned you know i may be slow but I do learn. So I grabbed Cricket's hand. I asked her if she wanted to go back inside. I was like, let's go back inside and finish this dance. She said she didn't really feel up for it. And she needed some time is the word she used. Well, it turns out she needed the rest of the dance to think. And then she went home. It was not what I anticipated. So fast forward to our softball game this week. Now, I had talked to Cricket once since the dance. This wasn't the first time I was about to see her. But it was kind of weird. You know, like when you make eye contact with the guy running the whirly gig at the county fair. And you think it might have made it worse because it seemed like the ride went on for seven minutes too long. Anyway, I ain't sure when I was going to see her. But I was keeping my eye out in case she did show up at that game because uh, it's still, it still ain't right. It ain't feeling like the conversations is right. Well, I'm a little out of it because of the cricket thing, but I'm trying to set, get you know, set on the game. I'm like Myron Curtis, head in the clouds, kind of out of it. It's bad. I striked out the first three times I batted, and I only got to bat four times. Last time I got hit by a pitch, I didn't even steal a base. I mean, that's how it was this week. Now, I'm telling you, softball is a team sport. Now, you probably know about that by now. And so, thankfully, I got a team that did show up. Well, during the last inning, Cricket shows up to the field. So, I'm feeling good 
But if I was distracted before because I did not see her, now I'm even more distracted because I can see her at the field. So pop fly comes my way, can of corn, routine play. I dropped it. Sure did. Just dropped it, and that had already happened two other times. It was on me, y'all. Like, this is the stuff I know how to do right. And, and I ain't doing it. And a run scored on that play. It happened to be day six run of the night. We had five. Myron Curtis kind of picked us up, though. That's what teammates do, like I was saying. He laced a sharp single in our half of the inning, but he decided to leg out, too. I'll say that again. Myron Curtis decided to leg out two bases. Like, I don't know what got into him. Well, they wasn't ready for that. They threw it into first base because they thought, surely, Myron's going to, you know, just kind of motor into first base and, and throttle back right there, but he did not. Then Mort Dwidell smack a single off the fence. If it don't clear the, finger, uh, the fence, it's a single. That's all he's going to do. By the end of the game, it was 6-6, six to six, and we tied. Better than last week. And just think if I was in a better headspace, who knows what would have happened. No free snow cones for Team Burger Shed, and we now zero, that's for the wins, we ain't done that yet. One, that's for the losses, we did that one time. And one, that's for the ties, we did that one time, so we zero one and one for this young season. Well, Cricket stayed sitting in the bleachers. She's talking to Cheryl Grubbs, who apparently took her dog Jalapeno to the dog groomer, judging by the bow in its hair and a handkerchief around its neck. And I don't know what to do, you know, at this point. I wanted to talk to her, but I just wasn't sure how it all go down kind of thing. For better or worse, Jalapeno took off, and Cheryl Grubbs, she had to hoof after it. Find that doggy, it'll go wherever. Jalapeno's a mess. So there's Cricket by herself in the bleachers, and she looked at me, and she said, where's your snow cone? And I said, oh, we tied. And she said, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I said, we'll get him next week. New start, all that, you know, kind of thing. We're going to be okay. And then I don't know what I'm thinking, but it's like I'm closing a business deal or something. I extend my hand like, how do you do? Bink, bink kind of thing and I just wait and Cricket looks at my hand and then she reaches out and she shakes it so there I am in kind of a semi-dirty not real dirty burger shed uniform because I didn't play very well that night and uh, there's Cricket sitting in the bleachers and we shaking hands you know like we uh, at a ribbon cutting or something and I said hey uh <clears throat> sorry about that dance that ain't gonna happen again and then she smiled at me and about that time, uh, Lonnie Brunwell pulled up in that Ram 1500 blasting some red hot chili peppers. Uh, the band, not, uh, you know, shooting actual chili peppers out of a tater gun or nothing like that. Uh, we was both ready to leave at that point, me and Cricket. But the good news is we was ready to leave together. Town cookout, check. Summer blast off dance, check. Softball game, check. Navigating the early days of a relationship, uh, check. Did an after-softball meal at the burger shed seem to be the right spot to pick up where we left off? Check. While we was walking and talking at the burger shed, uh, Cricket told me her granddaddy, he's ready to take me fishing. Oh, boy. There's only one right response to that invite. Don't I know it? So I'm going to be heading out on the waters with him soon, and y'all are going to get an update of when that happens. I'll be sure to tell you all about it. Uh, if you don't know, we had a town fishing tournament two, three weeks back now, and uh, I ended up, I don't know how you even put this, y'all guys. If you, I'd say go listen to the podcast called The Fishing Tournament, that episode, because uh, I, I, I got in a boat with our Cricket's granddaddy, and uh, we weren't a team, but we was a team. And anywho, we about to try to go fishing together again, and... Uh, I said yes.
That's all I keep thinking. I was like, that's, there's only one answer to that. How will it go? Time going to tell. But right now, I'm going to have to head out here pretty soon uh, because I got, a, I got a busy week ahead of me. You got things to do. I will say, uh, before I go, you got to uh, check them show notes because there is uh, Tabs Honey from Bees. There's a, the, the link to the shows in July. Check out them uh, Saturday, July 9th, Conway uh, tickets for the smaller venue there. Uh, get one while you can. And then uh, email me. You got my email if you want to shoot me an email. But also, uh, 501-322-6249. Folks been texting me all week. I've been trying to get back to everybody that's shooting me text. You know, usually the first text is they're trying to figure out if it's me or if it's a robot or like, a, I don't know, some sort of assistant. But I can assure you I don't know how uh, to have a robot do that. And I do not have an assistant. Uh, the closest thing uh, would be Meemaw, and she has no interest in helping me. Um, basically, I'm assisting her. That's the only time I get to ri- drive her, 91 Buick Regal, is to drop her off at Early Bird, gets the perm, or, you know, if she got to go meet one of her friends, you know, Tabby Jean Tipton or Claudia up there at McDonald's. Uh, Meemaw loves a Big Mac. That, the two of her favorite foods are Big Macs and Snicker Bars, and uh, that, that's the way to Meemaw's heart. And that's how that goes. So uh, there's you can anyways check in, in the show notes if you want to shoot me a text uh, or shoot me a email. You can do that. But right now, like I said, I'm gonna need to go. But hey, if you ain't had barbecue macaroni stains on your shirt this week at a barbecue where they ain't even serving macaroni, you having a pretty good week. Take a minute, check out them show notes. Pick up some Tevin's honey from bees. That honey comes from bees. I know. It's impressive. Well, y'all do well today. I sure appreciate you joining me here on the Tavin Dillard Podcast. We'll see you later.